Hi, and welcome back to the Big Book of New Testament Questions and Answers podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kramer, and I'll be continuing our discussion on the book of Galatians. This New Testament epistle, or letter, was written by the Apostle Paul, one of the most outspoken followers of Christ. He encourages the people of Galatia to return to their Christian faith after they're led astray by false teachings. Let's pick up where we left off. Chapter 6, verse 1. The question is, should we give law or gospel first to people? The answer is, we might want to consider how the Bible communicates the word to us. Genesis begins with gospel, describing God's gift of creation. In Genesis 3, God gives the promise of a savior before he explains the consequences of Adam and Eve's rebellion. God brought Israel out of Egypt before he gave them the law on Mount Sinai. The gospels begin with the birth of Jesus and his victory over the devil and temptation in the wilderness before recording Jesus' teaching of the law. Psalm 130 verses 3 through 4 says, If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. Without some certain knowledge of the grace of God, the law can only drive a person to complete despair or complete contempt. The law only condemns, and fallen human nature is too selfish and proud to accept this. However, the grace of God in history and active in His Word and Spirit provides a context of hope that regenerates and raises up a soul, even as it drowns and buries our contrary human nature, just as the waters bore up the ark sheltering believing Noah while they drowned the wicked and disobedient, and as the Red Sea made a path for those who followed the promise of God, but a tomb for those who opposed God. Genesis 6 verse 1 through 9 verse 1, Exodus 14 verses 1 through 31, 1 Corinthians 10 verses 1 through 12, and 1 Peter 3 verses 18 through 21. What we give a person depends on the condition they're in. If a person knows the grace of God, but is drifted away or is fighting against his grace, we must make the law clear in order to incapacitate that fallen human nature. Matthew 12 verses 29 through 31, Hebrews 2 verses 1 through 15, 6 verses 1 through 8, and 10 verses 26 through 31 and 2 Peter 2 verses 1 through 22. If a person is already overcome by the law, then we proclaim the gospel so that the grace and spirit of God may regenerate and raise up the new man inside that person. Ezekiel 37 verses 1 through 14, Luke 10 verses 38 through 42, and 15 verses 20 through 32, John 8 verses 1 through 11, and 1 Timothy 1 verses 8 through 10. Chapter 6 verses 1 through 5. The question is, why does it say in verse 2 to bear one another's burdens, but in verse 5, for each will have to bear his own load? The answer is, the verb is the same in both cases, to bear. In verse 2, we're commanded to carry each other's burdens. In verse 5, we're reminded that we must each carry our own burden, load. These two words for burden appear to mean the same thing, Compare Matthew 20, verse 12, Acts 15, verse 28, and 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17, with Matthew 11, verse 30, and 23, verse 4, and Luke 11, verse 46. The difference has to do with our relationship toward our neighbor in contrast to our responsibility before God. Helping others with the burdens they bear in this life is evidence that we know the freedom from the burden of the law that Christ has provided for us, which Paul just spoke of in chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. John 13, verse 34, and 15, verses 12 and 17, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 15, Philippians 2, verses 1 through 4, and 1 John 4, verse 19. 
While we are made free to help others in this life, no person can take another's place in judgment before God, except the one who took that place for all. John 3 verse 16, Romans 5 verses 12 through 19, and 2 Corinthians 5 verses 14 and 18 through 21. The same person who rejects the vicarious atonement of Christ on his behalf will spend his life trying to serve and justify himself, and thus has no time or interest in helping others with their burdens. Chapter 6 verse 2 The question is, how can we Christians bear one another's burdens in a non-physical or materialistic way? What is the law of Christ? The answer is, the law of Christ is best articulated by Christ himself. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. John 13 verse 34. Paul echoes this command of Jesus in Romans 13 verse 8. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Christians bear one another's burdens by loving one another in both material and immaterial ways. Romans 12 verses 10 through 15. We sympathize with people as they endure emotional and psychological hardships. Romans 14 verse 19, Colossians 3 verse 12, and Hebrews 13 verse 3. We use the material means God has given us to help provide for those who are lacking. Luke 6 verse 38 and Acts 2 verses 44 through 46. Chapter 6 verse 6. The question is, are the good things spiritual or physical? The answer is, I don't see any way or reason to limit what Paul means. We know that God intended those who bear spiritual responsibility to teach in the public ministry to receive physical means to live from those who are taught. Matthew 10 verses 7 through 10 and 1 Corinthians 9 verses 6 through 14. People are very quick to call upon their pastor when facing spiritual challenges or emotional difficulties, but they rarely even think of the pastor when realizing spiritual or emotional blessings. It would be a great help and encouragement to pastors if people remembered to share equally in all things experienced. 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 12 through 13 and Hebrews 13 verse 17. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed the questions and answers we've been exploring today. For the complete collection of New Testament questions and answers, visit cph.org. Join me next week as we continue studying Galatians.